As you study prophecy, you find that there are nations clearly mentioned in the future in prophecy. Russia is a big one. Persia or Iran is another one. You have Syria and several other places that are mentioned. Then there's a lot of places that are not mentioned. The Bible also talks about coalitions of countries together standing against Israel and others that stand for Israel. It's been said that America is never found in prophecy today. Is that true? And if we do find them in prophecy, what does that mean? Hi, this is Robert Furrow and welcome to Hot Topics. If you're new here, consider liking, subscribing, and sharing, and ringing the bell so you can get all of our new content. The comment section is open below. We'd love to hear from you. I think it's undeniable that America is the greatest superpower in the world today. I think you could argue that China's on its way and within a few decades will eclipse America in a few different areas. But right now, America is the lone superpower. And if it's not mentioned in prophecy, then it would seem that something would need to have happened to the United States. If Jesus were to come back right now, we believe that the United States of America would play a part in prophecy. So first of all, do we find America in prophecy? And secondly, if we don't, what could that mean? So there are a few passages that people believe that they have found America in prophecy. Let me go ahead and cover them. The first one is in Revelation chapter 18, verses two and three. And he cried mightily with a loud voice saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, a cage for every unclean hated bird. For all the nations have drank the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. The United States of America has long been considered one of the leading countries when it comes to luxury. And this reference to mystery Babylon has caused many to say that this is America and the downfall of America and America making the entire world rich. The problem with that is this is mystery Babylon. And the fact that it is a mystery means that we're not going to understand what it means. I think it would be better for us to think of Mystery Babylon as some kind of a future world organization that the entire world gets rich on and the commodities are made available through it. The second is this unnamed nation that's spoken about in Isaiah 18:2, which says, which sends ambassadors by sea, even in vessels of reeds on the water saying, go swift messengers to a nation tall and smooth skinned to a people terrible from the beginning onward, a nation proudful and treading down whose land the rivers divide. Now, although people say that this could be the United States, we have no idea. It could be a lot of different nations and it might not be talking about America at all. Let me give you another example. Ezekiel 38, 13 says that Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish and all their young lions will say to you, have you come to take your plunder? Have you gathered your army to take booty, to carry away silver and gold, to take away livestock goods, and to take great plunder? Now, this is in Ezekiel 38, when Gog and Magog, which is believed to be Russia, heads down with a coalition, including Iran and others, to Israel and attack it to plunder it. 
And there are the there's this other coalition that stands by and says, what are you doing? The coalition is Sheba and Deirdan and Tarshish, which are areas today that would be that would that work with the United States. And then it says, and their young lions will say to you. Well, the idea is that perhaps that young lions there is a reference to England being the lion and the United States being the young lion. The sad thing, if this is the United States in prophecy, is that we don't have any power. When Russia and Persia come against, or Iran come against Israel, we're just like, what are you doing? You coming down here to take plunder? And we don't have any power to be able to step up and protect our ally, which would be Israel. There's one more, and that's in Revelation chapter 12. And it's where Israel is being protected by God in the wilderness. The Antichrist and Satan are attacking the nation of Israel. They are now turning towards the living God. And here's what the passage says. It's Revelation 12, 13 and 14. Now, when the dragon saw that he had been cast down from the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child, that's thought to be Israel, but the woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to her place where she is nourished for a time, times, and a half a time from the presence of the serpent. So that reference there, given two wings like a great eagle, is thought to be the United States playing a role in carrying Israel to protection during the time of the Antichrist. Again, I don't know, it could be pretty thin. I think in the end, we have to say, again, we don't have anything for sure that tells us that the United States is in prophecy. So what does that mean? Well, I've got five different things that could happen between now and then. Number one, maybe we're just not mentioned. There are other places that aren't mentioned in scripture. There are a lot of other powerful nations today that aren't mentioned, and maybe we just don't play a significant role. Maybe we're still a nation, maybe we're still powerful, but we just don't carry a significant role in the end, so we're not mentioned. Maybe things happen around us. Maybe we join the worldwide coalition. Whatever it might be, we just aren't mentioned. Number two, and this one's kind of scary, it's been suggested that we are diminished, if not destroyed, by war that there's a nuclear holocaust of some kind and the United States is completely destroyed. We live in a world where North Korea has nuclear weapons, Iran is gaining them. There are other places that are hostile that have them. So this is a scary thought in the world that we live in. It's a good thing that we trust in the living God and not in this world. The third thing might be that there's a spiritual decay. I think it's undeniable that the United States is going downward when it comes to its morals. When you consider Rome falling from within because they had a downward spile of their morals and the United States doing the same kind of thing, could it be that there is a spiritual decline so we are just not significant when it comes to the last days? Number four, there might be an economic collapse. One of the reasons that we are a superpower is the wealth of the United States. But we're living in a time when the printing of money is unprecedented, when a third of all of the money that has ever been printed was printed in 2020, and there's more money being printed in 2021. And so we live in a time where there could be an economic collapse, and we just don't have the power that we used to have because we are not as wealthy, and so we're not mentioned. The fifth thing that happens is an interesting one. And that is that about a third, and maybe that's high, 
of the people that live in the United States have a real relationship with Christ. I've heard as high as a third, I, I don't know, maybe 10, 15%, maybe 20% of people have really invited Jesus in and given their lives to Christ. When there's a poll asking people whether or not they go to church, about 40% say that they go to church but I think they're lying. I think the real number is about 20%, 25% that go to church and maybe 15 to 20% that have a real relationship with Christ. Nevertheless, when the rapture of the church takes place, if 20% of the United States is taken up, that's in excess of 60 million people, we would be affected in a greater way than any other nation. And maybe that just takes our place as being not important in that tribulation world. Maybe we are truly taken down. Maybe there'll be a revival in the United States and we will see millions of people that will give their lives to Christ. I know I'm not the only one praying for a revival in the last days. Any of these things may be true or it may be something else, but the Bible is clear about what's going to happen during the last days and certain nations that are going to be involved in it. And we are seeing the stage set in the world today for these things.